welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, it's great being back uh, today. This is our uh, special guest day, um, which we're going to try to set up every Thursday and invite people to join us uh, to have them give a perspective of what's going on in their life and, and how they abide and what God is speaking to them uh, and some insight they can give us. But today is... Uh, Special, special guest day, and we start out with uh, Linda uh, Case, my wife. Yeah. Hi, everybody. So, it's great to be here. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Linda. We are so excited to have you on today. Uh, I think one of the driving forces for having Linda on was for you guys as viewers um, and listeners to get a chance to know the couple behind this ministry. And when you get to know Rich and Linda the way that I know Rich and Linda and that so many others have gotten to know them, I know you are just going to love seeing their heart for God. And you'll see how God has used and grown them to be able to affect, to impact so many other people with this teaching. And so um, we really just wanted to invite you on, Linda. Rich has referred to you already in the podcast a yeah. few times as Lucy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hi, Lucy Ricardo. Uh, we, don't, yeah. we, don't, we don't have enough time for me to share all those stories about living, living with Lucy Ricardo. That's for sure. <laughs> well, we won't go into all of those today, but I want them to have just a little bit of a picture of who you guys are because... Um, you know, there's not a lot of models out there in the world of people who have been married for 51 years. I know you said you've got that anniversary coming up 51 years. And can you just give us a little, a little snippet, um, maybe how you met or, or something, what you love most about each other. And then just tell us a little bit about your family dynamic now, who's involved and, and just let everybody have a little window before we start talking about the ministry and how it came about. Yep. Well, um, we met in uh, high school. Um, I had moved from, uh, my dad was a surgeon, and he was commuting back and forth, decided to get closer to his so he moved to a different location, so I am a junior in high school, um, meet uh, Linda, and I was an athlete, so her brother was mm -hmm. an athlete, so I got to know her brother really well. Um, and he trusted, he, he trusted you with her. Well, well uh, kind of. Uh, so he... You know, I knew Linda, and I saw Linda, and I, I immediately, you know, fell for her, but um, I, I thought she was going with this other guy. You know? So I didn't, I never, I did, but never acted. So I'm a senior uh, right in the, the beginning of the year, and uh, there's homecoming, and uh, Linda uh, asked her brother to ask me to ask her to homecoming. <laughs> That's uh, great. I had, noticed him. We had, we had connected, <laughs> um, and so... Um, I thought, I thought, well, what about the guy she's going with? He said, what guy? I said, that, oh. that other guy that he, she's with all the time in the hallway and, and stuff. And she says, he said, that's my other brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she wasn't dating the whole time. Um, uh. and neither was I. And it was like, oh, fantastic. So she's not dating anybody. No. Okay, great. So um, uh, I go later in the day. 
And uh, I asked Linda, would you would you go to homecoming with me? And she says, I said no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't quite get that myself. Well, so. what happened was first period, another oh, sure, person sure, sure. asked me <laughs> and I said, yes. Now in those days, you didn't backtrack on people. So I had already said yes. And so then I had to say no to you, which I really was uh. upset. I really wanted to go with yeah. So uh, she explained it and I, she said, but I would like to go out with you. So. I said, okay. So after homecoming, um, I took her to, uh, we lived in uh, Illinois and in, in, uh, about an hour away from Chicago. And so I took her downtown Chicago to, at the time, and you can, you can imagine this, this is in 1967. Uh, uh, um, uh, but the tallest building in Chicago was the Prudential Building. Mm. It, it was 40 stories high. That was it. And at the top of that <laughs> building was a restaurant. Uh, so oh. I, I took her to that restaurant, had a great view of Chicago, uh, and you it was and, great. and you loved going. And then we we had to drive home, and you go past. At that time, there wasn't any freeway, so you had to drive past the industry uh, a museum science of and science industry. and industry. Mm. And we came to a stoplight, um, and so I leaned over, and we had our first our first kiss. <laughs> sweet at the museum it of science sweet. and industry. Um, I love that. It was sweet. Uh, so then, uh, then we dated, and um, and she was a, a a sophomore, and I'm a senior. Uh, and so I went on to college, uh, and we kept dating. And then um, at my uh, at the at my junior year, she then becomes a freshman, and she goes mm -hmm. to the same same college with me. So we were dating for three years, um, and, right? And then um, I asked her if during my junior year. Uh, and I had saved up, uh, you know, enough money to, and I was working at a, at a pretty neat uh, opportunity for me to make good money, actually in the computer field, which is the beginning of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, so I asked her to marry me. We got married in that summer, uh, June thirteenth, nineteen seventy. And I'm I'm going from junior to senior, and Linda uh, from freshman to sophomore. And so we got we got married in between uh, years at college. Uh, and then I graduated early. Actually, I got through in the next semester, uh, a half a year early, and uh, decided I want to get my MBA. So we went out to USC uh, in California. Um, oh, fun! To get to get my MBA, uh, which which we got, and uh, Linda actually went to work there at USC. I did. I worked at what they called the University Affairs Department, and mm -hmm. we put on all the black tie events and I got to meet movie oh, stars fun. and all that kind of stuff and so I learned an awful lot about addressing envelopes and you know just all <laughs> the all the aspects of yeah. putting a party together yeah so that oh that, how that fun great. well that it explains that actually suits your personality well you lo you love to put parties <laughs> together I love parties. Party I do. so then we um uh we I went to work and Linda we had a baby uh, during that during that year of time I was at get my MBA, mm -hmm. we had our baby, so I go to work, and uh, and um, after a year or so, we moved down to a place called Mission Viejo, California, uh, which I was out in California working, mm -hmm. and, uh, we moved there, and um, she was a pastor's uh, kid, and I was an, kind of an intellectual, been through confirmation, it wasn't that I didn't mm. believe, it just wasn't that important to me, 
Right. Uh, but we said, well, with the baby, we really probably should go to church. Let's go to church. So we've that's visited. a driving factor that's for a, a lot of couples. Factor. Yeah. Yeah. So we yeah. visited, we visited some churches and, um, uh, this one Presbyterian church, uh, they have you fill out this card that we signed. Um, and what they had, I, I don't know, a lot of people don't remember this, but it's called, it was called the Kennedy lay evangelism process. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was out of uh, James Kennedy out of uh, Florida. Um, and he had developed this really nifty way of, sh- of witnessing. And, the, and, mm-hmm. and, and basically it was this, you go out, visit the people that are visiting, have visited your church, you show up, mm-hmm. um, and then you wind up asking them a, a simple, a couple of key questions. Um, on what basis would you wind up going to heaven? And of course, mm. of course, you know, most of us would say, well, I'm a good person. I try real hard to go to church. Right. And right. then they would say, well, would you like to know the truth about that? You know, and usually mm-hmm. people say, yeah. And you say, okay, let me lead you through scripture that it's about Christ and that we're separated from Christ and we need to, you know, be born again and, and receive him as our Lord and savior. Would you like to do that? Um, so uh, these uh, three people came out to our, <laughs> our place. Um, <laughs> And, and it was late at night. You know, and, and imagine mm. this. Imagine this, Kathy. This is California. Yeah. We mm-hmm. bought we bought a beautiful uh, three bedroom home uh, for twenty five thousand dollars. Oh wow! And, and, <laughs> you couldn't do that now. Uh, and we bought anywhere. It on, we and, bought it on Mastercard. And I bought it on Mastercard. <laughs> it, it, you can't the whole do thing, that the whole thing was, was weird. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Dave Ramsey may have something to say about yeah, that now. That's right. So we, uh, they showed up, um, and they were three people that knew each other really well, but they hadn't seen each other in a month. And they mm-hmm. said, "We're from the church. We'd like to come in and talk to you about, you know, about your church experience and things about God." And okay, sure, come on in. So they came in and they sat on the couch. I can still picture them on the couch, and Linda and I were in two chairs next to them. And what happened is they were sharing. Uh, the excitement that they had with mm. what God was up to. God did this, and we had this wonderful thing happen, and we prayed for this, and this happened, and and they were sharing this exciting life of God, uh, and they did that for about 45, 50 minutes. They really... They forgot about forgot us. Forgot about us. They, they didn't, it was like we weren't even there. Yeah, they didn't ask it us anything. Not a question they asked <laughs> us and, and so at the, at the end of the... <laughs> At the end of the, uh, uh, you know, 45, 50 minutes, they said, oh, my gosh, you know, we got to go. go. So, you know, we're so sorry. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back to you, you know, and they, and they left. You know? They and get so, up and they go out the door. Yeah. And we, and we look at each other and go, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? What just happened? Yeah. And what, what did we think? Well, we went right into our bedroom and we said to each other, you know, I don't know what they have, but whatever they have we want. And so we both got on our knees by our bed and we both prayed. And, um, that's how we came to know Christ. Yeah. And then they, they called called us a few days later and said, Hey, would you like to come for dinner? You know, yeah, sure. And so we shared with them what we did. You know, we prayed, Mm -hmm. we want, we want Christ like you want. We want like they have. And they said, (laughs) okay, let us help you understand the depth of that and the truth of that. And, and, uh, we, and we did. And then they said, "Would you like to?" Uh, actually, I tell you what. Why don't Why don't we, the four of us, four couples, let's start a Bible study. Would you like to learn the Bible? Sure. Yeah, great. Let's learn the Bible. And uh, and so they started with the four couples. Um, and, great. And we really learned um, then about 
what it means to discover truth because that that group grew to what 50 couples 50 couples in one oh house, my goodness in, in one person's house the kids would go upstairs in this gigantic room where they'd bring their sleeping bags they had an attic and everybody would bring their sleeping <laughs> bags and their pillows and they'd go up there and the kids would go to sleep and we would be downstairs in the bible for hours yeah just asking. And, and it would be it would be that it would be that simple thing because we'd have all these questions uh, mm-hmm. Kind of like we talked about yesterday about, well, what about yeah. circumcision? What about this? What about that? And they, instead of telling us, well, here's the answer, they would say, well, let's go see what the word has to say. Oh, I love that. Uh, and that's how, that's how we grew. Yeah. Um, and then I wind up uh, getting this great job in uh, Corning, New York, for Corning Glass as an executive. Mm-hmm. Uh, during that time, um, had uh, really felt that I need to be a pastor, so I went to seminary. Uh, got my degree, was a pastor during that time. And through that, uh, God helped us understand that, you know, what are you really gifted at and what do you really want to mm-hmm. do? And that ministry uh, wasn't a position. It was how it flows out of you. Um, right. And so uh, we um, uh, went back in the business world because uh, he said, mm-hmm. I'll give you plenty of ministry. Don't worry. Um, you just you just enjoy your your, your spouse and enjoy your kids. Uh, right. And teach teach others what you're you know what you're learning. Um, and so we, well, and we, I love that. Um, just to, the that was what was modeled to you in the very beginning. Yeah. As they sat in that room, they shared what they were experiencing with them. Their life and ministry just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know. And so you, I love that your core roots are right in that place as well. That's yep. beautiful. So we went back to being an executive, um, uh, and uh, worked for a Fortune 500 company as a senior exec, and then. Uh, went through uh, uh, another company out in Colorado where we moved to Boulder, Colorado. Uh, and mm-hmm. so we, we I set up, uh, and then I set up my consulting company there and grew that really well and had a great time. And we were teaching uh, young marrieds um, mm-hmm. at the church. And that's when we were called to start this new church in Boulder, uh, Colorado. Right. And at this point, how many kids do you have? And we've got kind of where, where are you at? Three, okay. Three kids and uh, going into teenage, teenage years, all the way down okay. to, uh, you know, six, seven years old was Peter, our young. Right. Um, and so then we, we started this church, uh, with just a small group. Um, and it, it now today, by the way, Kathy is the largest church in Colorado. Oh, that's uh, crazy. Isn't that yeah. amazing? That, Let's uh, God's so good, so right? Amazing. <laughs> yeah. and dur- and during that, during it. that time, um, it, it had grown to a place because Linda was doing everything. You know, what, what were all the things you were doing? Well, I was on the worship team and we did uh, dramas. And so I was on that team. And then I was mm-hmm. also working with the children's department and all that. So it was a lot. Yeah. Linda, Linda was doing all that. And, and I'm, I'm preaching and teaching and uh, leading the church. And, uh, and because it was getting so much, so much larger, it was time to go full time. And I, and so again, like we talked about yesterday with that, with that girl about circumcision is, well, there's not a universal answer, but God has an answer. Mm-hmm. So we, we prayed and God said, yeah, you're done. Uh, thank you for setting mm. this up. Uh, I want you back in the business world. I have other, other ministry for you to do, uh, get somebody else full time and let them go with it. And then he did. And, uh, some, we have some fun, uh, fantastic stories about, you know, where it's gone and how it's gone. And, and we've kept in contact with them and they've been, very friendly to us um and so uh, we're uh, continuing to teach uh young marrieds mm-hmm. uh and teach them the things we had learned about abiding and the difference between intellectual approach of bible study which is the way i used to do it 
to, uh, well, let, I, I didn't uh, understand how was all this in the scriptures not true for me. And through that learning, abiding and walking with God mm-hmm. is it became true for me because I saw things that the words are spirit in their life and they're not just yeah. intellectual. So um, uh, our, our kids now, by this time, this is in uh, 2001, um, uh, were, uh, uh, our youngest was just graduating from college. And um, I, I helped him through one of my clients get a job in Germany. Uh, mm. So he's over in Germany with his wife, who's actually is a is a French specialist. So they knew languages, and they had a great time in in Europe. So um, we uh, uh, said, well, let's go on vacation, and let's go have a grand vacation. And one of the things that Richard's really really good at is making great grand experiences yeah. for our family, <laughs> all holidays, yeah, been everything. Able, been able to do that, and I've had a I've had a desire and a heart for that and and ability to do it all our life so we've done that our whole life so Mm -hmm. i said okay well let's do something spectacular so um, i found this castle in uh, austria vienna oh and it had a moat yeah a real one (laughs) twenty five thousand square foot with 15 bedrooms uh, oh my goodness it was it was kind of expensive um and so it was a little bit too expensive for just us so i said well Maybe we should have friends of ours come, and we'll just have, uh-huh. a, we'll just have a big time together. Uh, so I called a bunch of four, four other couples, uh, five other couples, and asked them, you know, would you be willing to go to Europe with us in this castle and have a, just have a fun time together? And they said, yeah, sure. Wow. Uh, so they come over. Uh, we're in this beautiful castle. Um, and the first day, uh, we got there, at, you know, in, in the evening. And when the next day, we had breakfast. And um, I just made a comment. And I just said, hey, would you like to do a devotion before we go off for the day? Mm-hmm. And these are all believers. And they said, yeah, sure, we'd love to do that. So um, we're in the dining <laughs> yeah. uh, breakfast room, uh, <laughs> walking into this fabulous uh, living room. And I basically said, uh, God, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, teach them abiding. Uh, John 15, one to one to five, and all we all we began to teach, and and so okay, so we get into that, and um, we were just so enthralled by the word that we were there for three and a half hours. Wow! So we didn't we didn't even end it till almost noon, and because we it was just flowing out, you know, and it wasn't. I'm not teaching anything. I'm just getting them in the word, and the mm-hmm. word is the word is speaking on its own, and so, um, they said, wow. That was fantastic. Let's do that every day. Let's do that every day. Uh, okay. So then, now remember, this is all ad hoc. I have nothing. I haven't prepared anything. I haven't written anything. I haven't haven't studied anything. Um, and so every day we're going to have to come up with, okay, what do we do tomorrow? So what, what do we do, Linda? We just kept asking God and he kept telling us what to do. Yeah. So Linda and I would walk across the moat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And we'd go, we'd go walking, we'd go walking around the grounds, and it was like, "What do you want us to do tomorrow?" Um, and he would speak to us, and we'd pray and discuss it. And okay, let's go, let's mm-hmm. go here in the Word, and uh, we'd do that. Um, and so that happened uh, six days in a row, mm. um, and it was a, it was a remarkable time. And then the last day, well, how do we end this? Um, mm-hmm. And God said, "Well, here's an. I'm going to give you this exercise." Uh, we, we, we call it we call it the Ezekiel 34 exercise, and I'm going to speak to each one of them personally, and right. I'm going to tell you how to do this. And so, that's what he did. You got confirmed on that. Yes. 
and it absolutely was phenomenal what everybody heard and it was all specifically whatever god wanted to say to them was exactly what they needed to hear yeah. it was amazing yeah. and they were and they that's were, currently that's cur currently what we use for the, the last now. day of the abiding yeah. retreat and it is a beautiful transformational time it that is. god just speaks personal rhema to every person in the room yeah, it's, it's everybody's favorite day of the whole retreat yeah yeah, yeah. and so yeah. they were so they were so blown away by it that uh uh they were they were just overwhelmed by it and so uh, they just said it's transformed them. Learning abiding and learning to hear from God and, and understanding the truth of it and the fruit of it and the leading by the Spirit and the truth of God and, and where Satan fits and all that, uh, this transformed them. And so mm -hmm. a few, a few uh, actually a month or two later, I start getting phone calls from these people. Yes. And they <laughs> said, um, uh, our friends have noticed that it transformed us. Mm. Would you consider doing another retreat next year because i'd like to bring some people and it was like okay uh and so linda and i prayed <laughs> prayed and said yeah you know start this start this retreat ministry use this material i gave you and so then i wrote it out and developed a little booklet for it and uh we made it we made it formal and told everybody we're going to go to europe uh the second year we went to a uh, uh a, a castle in scotland Oh, how fun. Uh, and we had two weeks in a row because we had enough people uh, back to back that we, uh, came for one week and then another group that came the, the next week. Um, and uh, we did. We now did this retreat. And we said it's going to be three and a half hours in the Word every day, time off in the afternoon, and then we'll have this great uh, catered dinner at night. And it was just spectacular. And their lives got transformed. Um, and you remember Scotland, right? Yeah, that was amazing. All the things that we learned there with the sheepdog, and that was just phenomenal. Yeah, there were sheepdogs. There were doing, sheep dogs, doing the There work. were sheep right in front of us, and you know. You remember that? You remember the most uh, uh, interesting thing about that? The, the bedroom that we slept in. <laughs> we slept in a twin. Uh, the two we of us. We had so many people. We come. had so many people come. Yeah. The only bedroom we got left, up in a tower with left, a twin. The only bedroom left was the tower bedroom, and it had a twin bed. And Linda and I slept in that twin bed together for two weeks. That's awesome. Which was interesting. So, um, uh, well, they they had the same experience, uh, and so they they called and said, "I've got. How about next year? Let's do it again. I've got friends of mine that want to come." And and uh, and so we did it the third year in Loire Valley in in France. Mm. Um, and uh, it was, you know, quite exciting. And uh, and again, the same thing happens. Uh, and then we come back home and God says, okay, now I want you to start doing this on a weekend basis and do it in your house mm. in Colorado. So um, we re re redesigned it uh, for the fit from Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, with plenty of free time like we always had in the afternoon on Saturday. Uh, and we and we started having these retreats, and we probably did, oh, maybe five, six, or seven that year. Uh, and again, wow. it's, it's just people saying, "Hey, I heard, you know, we'd like to come." Uh, and by the way, people that have come before uh, were coming back a second or third time. 
and you were teaching what God just laid out for you day by day. Originally, you didn't go into that very first, you know, that first castle that you went to with a plan for no, any of this. No. God just continued to speak to you and uh, you and Linda and say, Hey, this is what I have. Yeah. Share this. I've given you this, share this. And out of all of this has unfolded. Um, and then him tailoring it to now I'm, I'm bringing it to something that is going to be able to be given away right here in your neighborhood. And you're going to be able to equip others to go too. Yeah. yeah. And so we started doing that um, and uh, experiencing that in our home and, um, and it was, it was growing and uh, it's, it's formal and it's starting to get bigger. And, and then I'm developing each year, God's giving me new material. Mm-hmm. So he said, now I'm going to take you deeper and teach you something new about, you know, seeking my will or forgiveness or uh, uh, dealing with uh, the covenant. covenant life and uh, how to pray. And, you know, so why we'd have these little other retreats that were different content. And so mm-hmm. we would start having people that would come to the during the first three years said, I'd like to go to those. Mm-hmm. So we were conducting retreats. Uh, for those. Um, and then we had something really, uh, you know, a little story we'd like to share briefly is um, we were used to, Linda, <laughs> we used to do music. Yes. By how? By a recording tape. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, oh. it was medium to poor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the worship was medium to poor. It wasn't poor. Well, it was really <laughs> Okay. It was okay. It was okay. <laughs> uh, we'll just say that. Uh, and so, um, uh, in between these times, you know, and we and we we kind of thought so, but we weren't sure what to do about it. Well, um, uh, when I was at this church in Chicago, uh, that I had stepped in as a as a senior pastor, that the church had collapsed and the pastor had committed adultery with somebody, and and it was a mess. And Linda and I, I had clients in Chicago, and we had a place in Chicago. Uh, a beautiful condo on Lakeshore Drive uh, that I was going back and forth to do. Um, and the church asked me to step in to help. Hey, we're going to collapse. Could you step in? And we prayed and God said, yeah. Uh, so I'm helping lead this church. And um, what happens is that the Lion King from uh, Broadway uh, goes on a, a tour. Uh, and the Chicago is their first stop. Uh, mm-hmm. And so uh we used to have our church um, during the summertime in this ballroom that was right above the offices. Um, and, and so the Lion King rented that ballroom uh, oh, wow. during the winter for the purpose of practice, to get ready mm-hmm. to, go to go to the theater. So uh, here I am uh, in, in the church uh, with the Lion King above us, and there'd be, there'd be times <laughs> they were so loud. They, they were, were they were so loud that I you know I they, I couldn't I said I can't talk to you right now Mufasa is singing I you know I can't <laughs> I can't talk to you uh, and so uh, we got to know them a little bit and uh, they they invited us up to watch and, and you know that kind of stuff and and so they were gonna break and leave and go down to the theater so uh-huh. uh, I said well you know what uh, hey uh, why don't we bless them uh, as they go mm. down so we invited them the whole cast. To, uh, we had this big room and we invited them to the room. We had lunch. Um, mm-hmm. And so we had lunch together, which we provided. And then I, I stood up at the end of the lunch and I said, um, if it would be okay, I would like to pray a blessing over you that you would really enjoy what you're doing, that I pray that, mm. you know, that God would work in your life and that you would enjoy it. And we've, we so appreciate to get to know you guys. And I stood up and I, I gave a blessing. 
Um, mm. And they and and then Mufasa stands <laughs> stands stands up, um, and he says, "Well, thank you. We received that." He says, "We have actually got something ready for you. We want to bless you." Oh. And, and and so what happened is they all stood up, the whole cast, um, and they start singing, "Amazing Grace." Oh. Oh, how beautiful. It was, it was just overwhelming. It was, it was overwhelming uh, just to receive that, that they took the time to practice it one. Wow. And then they blessed us with this amazing (laughs) rendition of of amazing grace. And we were just all crying and and it was just, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. And thank you so much. And, you know, God bless you. You know, so they left. Well, uh, a couple of weeks later, uh, God had given me the idea. He said, why don't you do a message on forgiveness and use uh, Mufasa uh, uh, to come and sing uh, Father the Lion King. There's some verse, there's some songs about, you know, uh, starting over mm-hmm. and forgiveness and all that. Uh, I said, okay, uh, that's good. Uh, now, I didn't keep any information with him at all. So I didn't know, I didn't know who he was exactly other than they're down at the theater. So Right. <laughs> so, so I send... Lucy Ricardo uh, <laughs> and said, Linda, you gotta find this go guy. down, go down and find, go down to the theater and find Mufasa and invite him to, to sing at our church. So oh. you tell him what happened. Well, this was the most amazing thing that I experienced because they have, you know, uh, fences uh, with a gate and that gate has a lock. Well, I opened the gate. I don't know how, but it, the gate was open and I walked in. And so now I'm entering into the building. And in the building, there is a security guard sitting at a table. He's talking with somebody. I open the door and I just walk right past them. <laughs> and so I'm going down the hall and they have all these real small little rooms that are their dressing rooms. I have no idea where he is going to be or which one is his. So I'm just Mm -hmm. asking God, everybody's walking by me. They all have these major badges on. I have nothing. And they walk (laughs) by me as if I'm not even here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And all of a sudden I come to his um, room and I recognize uh, something about him in there. And I go, that's it. So I write uh, my name, my phone number, and say, we want you to sing at our church and blah, blah, blah. Here's Rich's phone number. Get a hold of him. And sure enough, he called. He showed up and sang at our service. He called. And uh, he said, okay, what are you trying to do? And I'm trying to do these songs (laughs) on forgiveness. He said, okay, I've got two songs. He says, I tell you what, I'm going to send you your your music guy, the (laughs) the entire score from The Lion King. So we got the entire score of the Lion King. Wow! And he, and he said, "You guys need to practice the uh, the backup uh, part of it, and I'll be the lead." Okay. So he came, and we did this phenomenal. Uh, we had two services that day, and they were both packed out because we had Mufasa. Uh, oh, that's singing. so fun! And, <laughs> that fo- and found out found out that he was a believer. Uh, and, wow! And, and, yeah, I'd love to do this, and you know, he mm. talked about his witness and all that, and so. We got the then we got to meet him and we started spending some time with him and his wife, uh, and so the next year was a year we were going to do a um, 
retreat in Ireland. And we had three to three, wow. three weeks back to back to back mm-hmm. of different groups going in Ireland. And so I invite him. I said, hey, could you possibly, you know, come and, and we'd like to help you learn the deep, the depth of abiding. Would you like to, you and your wife come? He said, actually, I have a break then. So yes, we'll come. So they came. Uh, so, wow. so we're, we're at the, uh, the first day of the retreat and I had hired, uh, to do our worship, uh, a, the harpist that, uh, performed for Pierce Brosnan's wedding. Oh my goodness. Uh, in, in yeah, Ireland. isn't that wild? And she's done for presidents and the queen, <laughs> she'd done the queen of England and she was, she was, yeah, she, she was spectacular. She was, she was a believer. Uh, and she said, I'll play the harp and sing, you know? So, okay, great. So she comes the first day, she's playing her harp. And she leads us in the first worship song. Well, in the room is Mufasa. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, and, um, and she goes about a stanza or so, and then she stops. She said, okay, hold on a second. And she points to Mufasa. She said, here, come here. Who are you? He says, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a Broadway, uh, you know, singer, and I'm, I play Mufasa in The Lion King. And she said, I, I thought so. He said, you're something gifted. You're gifted. He said, I tell you what. um, And this is this is something that always impressed me about the life of God is she said, I want you to lead worship. Mm. Um, And I'm going to just play the harp. You're you're gifted. You lead the worship. And I'm just going to play the harp and hear the songs. And and they worked it through. And so the rest of the week. We had live worship from Mufasa and, wow. and, and the harpist. And what was that like? Wow, that was profound. Mm. <laughs> it was so much better than a tape. <laughs> <laughs> you, think, you think that was better that than was a tape? That was a lot better than a tape. <laughs> so, uh, so then we, uh, you know, we went home and, and Linda and I understood, okay, we've got to have live worship for our retreats. Uh, mm. How do we do that? And God said, I'll, I'll lead you. I'll get you there. Just relax, you know, uh, follow my lead. And so we went to a church, our church, and there was a guest um, uh, worship leader, happened to be Tom Yu, and he was one of our leaders right now. Oh, love uh, it. And uh, uh, God said, talk to that guy. So I go up and say, hey, Tom, I, you know, I'm Rich Case. He don't know me, but here's what we're doing. Would you be interested in leading worship for us? He said, well, I really can't. Um, I travel hmm. all over the country all the time, and I can't commit to that. He said, maybe periodically I'll try to, and I'd like to know more about what you do. And by the way, he now does lead some worship, and he, <laughs> does, he does he does actually, he and Suzanne teach it. Um, but he said, I'll Amazing give you a list. They are. I'll give you a list of uh, people that I think might be interested. So he gave me this list, five couples, five worship leaders, and I start number one call, no, no response, call twice, no response. Okay, that that's nothing. I go to number two. And number two is Rick and Nancy Hoover. And they happen to live, oh, they, they happen, love it. They happen to live in Castle Rock. And uh, and we invite them out and said, hey, would, you know, here's what we are. We live here in Castle Rock. We do retreats. Would you like to come out and consider doing worship? You know, and and they and they said, yeah, sure. And uh, Rick tells the story. Yeah, that, so uh, we need to have them on so sometime. Absolutely. <laughs> he, can tell, he can tell the story. But his perspective was because his wife uh, had, had asked her, uh, Nancy had said, well, what do you what do they do? And Rick said, I don't have any idea. And who are they? Yeah, they're, they're doing some retreats. So who are these people? They're, they're thinking, OK, well, it's going to be I guess they probably do like these campground retreats, you know, and this kind of stuff. And. And they drive up into our house, and we had this spectacular retreat house that we had already been, already had built, uh, that God had told us to build. 
in Castle Rock. And uh, they said, eh, maybe it's going to be different than we think. <laughs> and, and so Rick and Nancy now, I think for around 12 or 13 years, have been leading worship primarily for mm. us. And then Tom Ewing uh, does some uh, for uh, the us as well. And we have other worship leaders around. But that's when we learned that uh, live worship really meant such a big difference mm-hmm. uh, in how we experience, you know, the retreat. Yeah. Um, and then I kept developing content uh, year after year after year and inviting people back. And God mm-hmm. said, get ready because it's going to explode. Um, and then when it explodes, he said, by the way, you can't, you can't do it, but you need leaders to do it. And I said, mm-hmm. where do I get those? He said, you already got them. Mm-hmm. They're already mm-hmm. there living this out and they're ready to give it away. Uh, which wow. means we all are volunteers still. Uh, we just, mm-hmm. we do it because we're sharing the life of God. And so now we've got 24 leaders uh, around the country that are leading retreats actually uh, in Italy and in Thailand. Uh, mm-hmm. and it's starting to grow internationally now uh, where uh, they do retreats. And because of how we do it, it's, it's groups of five, six, seven couples at the max mm-hmm. of how to how to grow in Christ. So now it's, Almost every weekend, there's a retreat somewhere uh, right. going on in the country uh, because these leaders are, are doing it. And we're having fun. It is fun. Uh, sharing it. And we spend a lot of time with the leaders teaching them the new material, for the, mm-hmm. what we call electives. And, and those are some of the courses that we have online right now that you know are electives uh, that we do. So uh, it's been quite exciting. So that's kind of the story of, of uh, the ministry that Linda and I have enjoyed uh, being part of. And it's been a privilege. It's really pretty simple. Uh, we didn't do it. We didn't. We plan didn't do any it. Of it's it. not about us. <laughs> we just kept going where God was going, and and basically it's the essence of you know uh, John uh, five when Christ says, "I only do what I watch and do the Father mm-hmm. doing, and join Him in His work," and that's really what all we've done is is we've right. just, we've never had a a formal let's go do something let's just follow him and it just keeps growing and growing and growing and now of course this year we're doing the broadcast with you. Mm-hmm. God said, okay, it's ready now to, to ma- make this bigger. And so we get to enjoy that um, in a beautiful way. And, and so it's it's fun to do. It is. So Well, and um, what's so fun, I think, is to see, one, how much you guys are enjoying it, because that is yeah. just such a testimony to when we're walking with God that yeah. it is an adventure. It is. It's, it's not adventure. boring. It is not it is an adventure all. to get to see what he does. But I love every step of that story from, you know, all the way back when you start, when you guys first met and and your different moves and even starting a church you know it it can be hard for some people to walk away from a church that they have started and poured so much into yet at every step what we see lived out from you guys was what started at that very root of when you first came to christ was you're giving away what you experience and then you're letting god do the pruning yeah And when he said, nope, it's time to go. I have something new. You didn't fight him on it. You said, okay, I trust you with that. And that came through abiding and listening and surrendering to him and then being willing to step and expect and to expect that whatever he has next is even better. And that that's what you're stepping into is whatever adventure he has. And you just have allowed him to lead you every step of the way. And I know just because we know, you know, some of your family and, and we've gotten to know you over the years even the example that you guys have been to the other leaders and even more than that to your own family. I think about your grandkids and one of these days, uh, I want (laughs) to have those boys on here, especially, but, but have those grandkids on and, and um, you guys have generational impact 
because of your yes, Lord, yes. Um, is something we see all the time. And that is you practicing though, abiding, practicing, letting him prune and create margin. You know, all these things that we've talked about practicing surrender, um, you're living it out and that's why you're able to give it away. Yeah, that's right. So uh, as we've talked about abiding uh, is our theme here for the first several uh, weeks of our broadcast. Um, I wanted Linda uh, to share uh, uh, a specific story uh, and explain, you know, the abiding. We've talked about that uh, abiding is personal and that um, what I'm abiding in uh, right now is not the same place that Linda's abiding in. And she's had this wonderful experience uh, with, some new insight over the last several mm. months, actually. And I wanted her to share that with us so that people get an idea of of how this works and then we can share it out mm -hmm. of the truth of her. So Linda, why don't you share a little bit about you know, what happened and, and how you got into what you've been abiding in recently and what you've learned from that. Well, this has been a most exciting year with the Lord and where he's put me in his word. And it started... Mm -hmm. At the end of January, when we were doing a leaders retreat yeah. out in Nevada, yeah. and yeah. Uh, we're driving in, in uh, Reno, Nevada, and I noticed this amazing statue of this gorgeous eagle. There it is, right mm -hmm. there. It, there it that is, right one, there. and it just struck my heart, and mm -hmm. I thought, "Oh, that is majestic. That's beautiful." And so I thought about it and then just kind of let it go. And then a um, couple days before Valentine's, I decided that my heart was so much in love with the Lord and I really wanted to express that to him in a Valentine. So Aww. I made a Valentine to Jesus, <laughs> just telling him how much I love him. Mm. Well, he gave me an even greater Valentine on Valentine's Day. He gave me the most amazing, beautiful verse, and it's from uh, Deuteronomy 32:11. It says, "Like an eagle mm -hmm. that rouses the, her chicks and hovers over her young, he spreads his wings to take mm -hmm. them up and carry them safely on his pinions." And mm -hmm. that just struck my heart, and I just mm -hmm. knew I needed to be there. And then Rich and I go and have lunch. And then we're at DQ because I love Dairy Queen. <laughs> One of my, and I love... Who doesn't love Dairy Queen? I love a large <laughs> chocolate-dipped cone. I oh, have yum. to get that. By, by, the, by the way, when we were first married, in, in, uh, <laughs> it, it would be this tall. They were way and bigger. It cost, it cost 25 cents. Yeah. I mean, that was like ridiculous. So we're sitting there waiting for the... Um, ice cream cone to come and in front of us are two eagles yeah. they are flying at, with each other and just like they were having a fun day with each other and it would just uh -huh. struck my heart again so i started really staying in the verse of uh, deuteronomy 32 but then mm -hmm. he also moved me to other verses of eagles like isaiah 41 those who wait upon the lord shall renew they should mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and like girls carry. They will walk and not grow faint. So I've been staying in these verses of eagles, and it just really intrigued me. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then, we, and then we took a. Uh, so she's she's abiding now in uh, and going into the word about okay.
okay, what do you want to show me uh, that you have for our life, my life and our life, about eagles and the truth mm. of that and insight of that? So abiding, you know, wasn't like, well, that was nice. Um, great. You know, I'll go off and study something else. It was, no, God says, pay attention. Mm -hmm. I, have, I have much to share with you. And Linda, Linda is really uh, learned and really terrific at, okay, now I'm going to go journal, process, uh, ponder. Mm -hmm. We talked about chewing, eating, finding joy in what she's receiving, asking questions. What does God have to say about this? And she's getting deeper into it of, Here's what here's what I'm showing you. And then um, we were out. We took a uh, weekend um, and uh, went up to uh, Snowmass, Colorado. Um, and then we took a, a drive up to this uh, one place where there's a castle, actually, that we were going to visit, uh, which we did. And so we're driving back down this road. And um, uh, all of a sudden, God says, look over there. And here's a, pic here's a picture of uh, there was a tree. And I stop. Uh, and I notice that this eagle is sitting there on this branch. Uh, and I stop and, and, he, and I said, hey, Linda, look. And she said, wow, look at that. You know, there's this bald eagle uh, sitting on this branch. And, um, and he's looking right at us. And so we just stopped on the road looking, 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 and then all of a sudden, uh, it starts to fly. Uh, and I get a picture, the picture I have up on the screen is, it just started to take off from that, and it, it flies around uh, uh, another tree, uh, and then it comes right toward us. Mm. Uh, and Linda, Linda recognized it as God, God was speaking to me. God was speaking deeper yes. to you. Stay, mm -hmm. stay with it. Yeah, stay with these eagles. I've got more to teach you. I've got more to tell you about it. And it just, you get so excited because mm -hmm. he just keeps strengthening you in where he has you in your ca camping mm -hmm. ground of your word, of his word. Yeah. And then we, um, uh, so then we drove back uh, home and we stopped in Vail, Colorado. Um, and we go into this uh, hotel. And uh, here's here's the <laughs> whoop, here's the uh, the picture. And tell us tell us what we were that is. we we wanted to go sit down and just have a have a little drink and just kind of warm up. And so we decided to sit in this one small little room with all these couches, and it was a library, and it was beautiful. So we look up, and there on the mantle is this eagle. Of course. Of course. <laughs> and he's just saying, Linda, see how much I love you? I'm just showing you this because it's just a, a big thing that I have to tell you about it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and so she's continuing to abide. Um, and then we, uh, we go on this uh, next trip. It's another three or four weeks later. And she's continuing to abide. And then she, she's going to share what she, what she had as an amazing insight. Um, and... Um, uh, and she sees this this picture, and, and she made me drive by it twice. I made it drive by it twice. I have to have a picture of that. Uh, go ahead. Tell, tell us about that. Well, it, it just <laughs> struck me. 
you know, me and you, you know, it's a double. It's a double. Boy. Two, two eagles. Two uh, eagles. Statue, and here we are. We're together. both flying together. And she had noticed it. Oh. She had noticed it, and God said, pay attention. And I had driven by, past it, and she said, all right, turn around. <laughs> you got to go back. Go back. Go back and <laughs> this is me and you, honey. Picture this, uh, We're soaring. Uh, We're soaring uh, like an eagle. So she's learning that. Um. Um, and then um, uh, as we um, then went to the uh, – we were downtown in, in, in Kansas City, actually. Uh, and then this picture came up, and then God showed her, because she pondered this, this, the truth of this, uh, what this was. But uh, tell them about this picture, Linda. So this is the verse he gave me on Valentine's Day. Like an oh, eagle. Oh, how sweet. Yeah, like an eagle rouses her chicks, and there they are. Mm -hmm. eagle, is it, this is a picture of the eagle with and the chicks. And it's a statue with the, in with the Kansas chicks City. In, in the uh, nest. Yeah. And, and, and that he rouses them and he hovers over them like he's protecting them to take them up so that mm -hmm. he carries them safely to wherever he wants to take them on his pinions. And mm. it just struck me so amazing yeah. it just brought tears to my eyes so then as you as you then went deeper with that you got this amazing revelation about promises well yeah yes. so what happened was i thought okay this is important so mm -hmm. i i went and googled and looked up eagles and i mm -hmm. wanted to know i gotta know about eagles and so i learned some amazing things uh, one of the first things I learned was that they can hatch uh, and they can lay up to three eggs. And uh, they have to lay uh, 45 days at 105 temperature all the time or they will mm -hmm. die. They will not live. And then um, they have to turn them every two hours to keep them alive. And the woman, you know, the uh, female, she lays on it the most. However, the uh, male does come and sits mm -hmm. on on it, too, to give her a break. She probably needs a break. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last four days is when the beak is developed. And at the fourth day, he pecks through and he mm. comes out and it happens. And it becomes a chick. Yeah. So, mm. so what did God share? Because uh, you got the insight about our, our processing God's promises. Right. And so what I received out of this is those three eggs in that nest are promises that Jesus, that mm. God gives us out of his word. They're rhema. They mean life. It gets exciting in us. And so he gives that to us. And then... We receive those, and we are to be camping in those verses, not to go off on something else, but that's where he wants us to stay, mm -hmm. and he wants to sit on them. And, and um, Rich is a part of this with me because it's not that they're his verses to uh, be a part of, but he encourages me. How are you doing with them? Mm -hmm. Are you getting anything? Are you receiving anything out of these, etc.? And so... Um, so that's what's going on. So turning it was important because in turning it, you are receiving it, you are memorizing it, you are praying it, you are journaling it, you are speaking it. That is a big part of it because once you can 
speak it out loud, you know it's getting close. Mm -hmm. But this is where we tend to lose it because you only got four more days. It's got to get a beak. And we tend to get discouraged. We tend to get distracted. We tend to get mm -hmm. resignated and we go, eh, it isn't going to happen. He does it for everybody else, but he doesn't do it for me. And so mm -hmm. we give up too soon. And the word is standing there saying, don't give up. Mm. This is life. Don't do it. Persevere some more. You've only got four more days. Yeah. And the in the four more days, it's gonna peck out. You keep, are gonna see mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. happen. Keep it will it. happen. Keep turning mm -hmm. it, keep processing it, keep journaling it. And the beak is it's growing. It's going. You don't see it, but mm. it's happening. Yeah. And it will happen. Yeah. So um it was just amazing revelation that was like, wow, uh, how significant is this? And we, we, we even went back to some of the promises we had that we mm -hmm. kind of we kind of had kind of drifted on and not hadn't sat, right. on, yes. hadn't sat on it, hadn't turned it. Yes. And God said, you got to re you got to reengage with me again because I still want to fulfill these. But you've 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 drifted away from this. And, mm -hmm. and so with that revelation that Linda got um, is so been powerful for us. And then we've shared that she shared that with lots of different people of the eagle and God is even doing more things with uh, her abiding in, mm -hmm. you know, what does that mean? What does that look like? And mm -hmm. uh, it all started with pay attention, you know, to this eagle. And now let me give you the, the rhema word and the life of the word for it. And so it's been amazing. Time. Well, and it's so exciting because he still keeps me there. I mean, we had a leader just a week ago, not knowing about this verse for me, sends that verse to us. And it's like, yes, yes, Father, you're saying keep in this. Yeah. And then my sister, just to, you know, just a, a little bit ago, a couple of days ago, gives me a song and it's Isaiah 40. And so oh, I now love I'm going into a worship song of Isaiah 40. And so mm -hmm. it's just how he stirs in our hearts his mm -hmm. love. This is his love. And his word is life. It gives us life. And it keeps us excited yep. and looking and anticipating for new it's things. Good. I want new things. Well, we could, uh, we could go on and on, couldn't we? We could, actually. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, we've, uh, we've had a great time. And uh, Linda, it's been uh, wonderful to have you. Uh, you know, uh, your enthusiasm to share what the biting has yes. been to you and, and uh, to share our story a little bit. And we'll... Uh, We'll have you back. Thank you so much. I had a great time being here with you, Kathy and Rich. This I am awesome. so glad. It was I'm beautiful. so glad that everybody got to meet you and to hear. And even just, you know, I've I've journeyed with you some on this eagle stuff. Yes. And it's been so fun to watch God reveal it. And I just want to point out real quick before we wrap up, I think something so cool in this revelation that he's giving you is that don't don't get distracted. Yes. Um, you know, stay on the promise, yes. stay with me as I journey this yes. because really honestly when you look at what we're talking about in this podcast you'll come and see finding truth in a world of chaos yes, yes. chaos is the enemy's weapon for distraction yeah and sure and is. so we really it's it's very you know this is a very great illustration for as we do this you know the the importance of abiding because we need to not let the chaos around us distract us from the truth that god has to share with us Absolutely. in the midst of this season so it's Absolutely. a perfect illustration 
Yeah. And yeah. if any, if anything is, uh, you know, uh, stimulated a question that you might have about your life or something you want to share with us, uh, again, uh, make the comment on the YouTube uh, section mm -hmm. under the comments, or you can email us uh, at uh, questions at afjministry.com, questions, plural, at afjministry.com. And we're going to, over time, we're going to try to answer everybody's question. Uh, mm -hmm. and so we love it and we want to spend time with it and um, and we're, we're happy to do it. So uh, we'd love to hear from you. So Kathy, absolutely. Kathy, yeah. And if, if you enjoyed this today, um, please be a friend and tell a friend, pass this on, share the podcast with other people um, so that they too can learn the beauty and abiding. We just want to give it away. Yep. Yep. So it's yes. been great. And uh, Linda, we look forward to having you back. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.